Hi friends, this is Brian Griffiths for Brad the Banker. Our friend Brad Roars is a conservative who wants to work with conservatives. He does home purchases, loans, refinances, rehab loans, VA loans, FHA loans, conventional loans. He does this working with Howard Bank, Red Maryland's banker of choice and the place that we do all of our business. As I said, Brad Roars is a good conservative who wants to make sure that fellow conservatives like him can get good loans, good financing, and save some money. If you want to get in contact with him, visit bradthebanker.com or call him directly at 443-876-2846. Again, that's bradthebanker.com or 443-876-2846. Bradley Roars, a banker who wants to help conservatives get into the home of their dreams and save a few dollars. You won't be disappointed. It's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffiths. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, January the 27th, 2019. Hope you and yours had a fantastic weekend. We at Red Maryland certainly had a great weekend. Thank you to everybody who helped us turn the Red Maryland Leadership Conference, the first annual Red Maryland Leadership Conference into such a smashing success. Uh, I know we got lots of compliments on on the day from the folks who were in attendance at the sold-out event. I know that there are some things that we certainly need to work on for next year, too, to m- continue to improve the conference. But just thank you to everybody who made that event such a smashing success. It was a great day. I know people got a lot out of it, and I, uh, I am looking forward to seeing what we can do next year for the 2020 Red Maryland Leadership Conference. Now, what I want to talk to you about here today has nothing to do with the Red Maryland Leadership Conference, and it actually does has a lot to do, or not much to do, with Republicans, quite frankly. Uh, it has everything to do with the Office of the State Treasurer. Every four years, Maryland's General Assembly elects the State Treasurer. Now, these affairs, they tend to be uh, pretty sedate affairs, quite frankly, and that has to do a lot with the fact that Democrats control the General Assembly. Because, as I said, the, the treasurer is elected by the General Assembly in its entirety. So you have to get um, one-half plus one of the 188 members of the House and Senate combined in order to be elected as the state treasurer. Now, the state treasurer, as you probably know, is Nancy Kopp, who was elected state treasurer, uh, who became state treasurer in 2003, and, uh, and has been the treasurer ever since, being elected in 2003, 2007, 2011, and 2015. Now, it's widely expected she'll be elected again in 2019 as well. That's because a lot of times these treasurers get into office and they stay for you know, quite a long period of time. There have only been four treasurers of the state of Maryland in my lifetime. Um, 
William James served 12 years. Lucille Marr served 12 years. Richard Nixon served only six years. And then Nancy Kopp has served for the last um, the last 16 years. If you go back far enough, Hooper Miles, uh, who was a former state treasurer, served in that position for 32 years. But it's a new day, to a certain extent, in Annapolis. And it's a new day because, as we've talked about time and time again, the Democratic Party is becoming more and more radicalized. There it seems to be a certain thought process that says Nancy Kopp should be replaced as the state treasurer. There's a certain body of the legislature, a certain grouping of the legislature, which seems to believe that Nancy Kopp needs to be replaced by somebody who is more aggressively liberal. Now, is Nancy Kopp a liberal? Yeah, Nancy Kopp has a, had a very, very liberal voting record when she was a member of the General Assembly. But realistically, what is, what is the state treasurer supposed to do? Well, let's take a look at what the, uh, the state treasurer's duties actually are. And I'm reading this from the, um, from the treasurer's website. The treasurer is the principal custodian of the state's cash deposits, monies from bond sales, and other securities and collateral, and directs the investment of those assets. The treasurer's duties include maintaining an ongoing relationship with the rating agencies, conducting outreach with state agencies, keeping legislators informed of the operations of the state treasurer's office, and serving on numerous boards and commissions, including the Board of Public Works, the state's highest administrative council. We'll get to that again in a second. The treasurer is elected by a joint ballot of both houses of the General Assembly, a tradition begun following the Constitutional Convention of 1851 at which the Board of Public Works was created, with the treasurer's role designed to represent the legislature. Because of her close relationship with the General Assembly, the treasurer briefs the members of the legislature on matters concerning the state treasury, ranging from reporting the results of a bond sale to discussing the latest information on the financial markets. The treasurer is also responsible for producing the annual report to provide the governor, the General Assembly, and the public with current information about the operations of the state treasurer's office. In addition to her duties in connection with the operations of the state treasurer, the treasurer has many external responsibilities. As mandated by statute, the treasurer serves on approximately 14 different boards and commissions. Chief among those responsibilities is the treasurer's role on the Board of Public Works, on which she serves with the governor and the comptroller. With its executive authority, the board supervises a substantial portion of the fiscal affairs of the state, sets policies not otherwise set by the General Assembly, and controls the expenditure of funds approved by the legislature. The treasurer manages the sale of general obligation bonds for the Board of Public Works and helps maintain the state's AAA bond rate. The board generally holds its meetings every two weeks, supplemented by a pre-board meeting, which gives those agencies with items on the board's agenda ample opportunity to explain their items. The treasurer attends both meetings in addition to reviewing and researching the board's copious agenda prior to these meetings. The treasurer also visits many of the projected sites that appear on the board's agenda. The treasurer is chairman of both the Capital Debt Affordability Committee and the Commission on the State Debt. Now, as I mentioned in, in that uh, in that synopsis, the most important thing, the most visible thing that the treasurer does is to sit as the legislative representative on the Board of Public Works. Now, of course, Maryland is very unique in this respect because the Board of Public Works sits, um, it, it, they're very rare because it was established by the Constitution of 1864, and what it does is that it acts as a check on the power of the General Assembly and guarantees, quote, that significant state expenditures are necessary and appropriate, fiscally responsible, fair and lawful, and that, quote, executive decisions are made respons- responsibly 
and responsively. So, ultimately, the major role of the state treasurer is to be the General Assembly's representative on the State Board of Public Works. The Board of Public Works, of course, is made up of the governor, currently Governor Hogan, of course, and the comptroller, Peter Franchot. The governor, of course, runs the executive department. Uh, The comptroller uh, elected independently by the voters as the uh, tax collector, as the, as the, you know, Peter Francho has made it more of a fiscal watchdog group, but the official, the official responsibility of the, uh, of the Board of Public, of the Comptroller, rather, is to, uh, you know, be, be the tax collector, you know, not the, you know, he, he, he obviously expands his role, but we're not going to, um, yeah, necessarily get, you know, we're not going to necessarily talk about that. Constitutionally, by the way, it says, has broad mandate to, quote, to exercise, quote, general superintendence of the fiscal affairs of the state, which includes collecting taxes and maintaining the tre- general ledger. And then the comptroller signs all checks drawn by the treasury. Um, so Democrats in the General Assembly think that Nancy Cop is not liberal enough to be the comptroller, that she is not best representing the interests of Democrats in the Maryland General Assembly. Now, I'm not exactly certain what they want Nancy Cop to do. Part of the problem that Nancy Cop has right now is the fact that she is, um, you know, she is somebody who has been in office for quite a long time. Okay. Um, you know, she is, uh, you know, you know, she's, she's somebody who, um, you know, you know, she's somebody who has predates much of the members of the General Assembly. You know, so obviously she, you know, she doesn't have the relationship with some members of the General Assembly that, uh, that other, that other individuals might, you know, might have. The le- it's the Legislative Black Caucus primarily who is pushing the idea of having a a new member of the um you know, a new treasurer um in an article by mark gray for the afro uh he writes quote as the maryland general assembly begins a 2019 session the black delegates have an opportunity to make a statement that could affect the funding for their constituents with governor hogan entrenched for a second and final term and peter franchise serving another term as state comptroller just one statewide office remains to be settled Former state senator turned talk show host Larry Young says now is the time for the Maryland Black Legislative Caucus to provide a viable list of candidates for state treasurer to oppose a fifth term for Nancy Cop. Cop, who has been treasurer since 2002, is currently unopposed to the position, which could be detrimental to the hopes of appropriation of funding for the free state's historically black colleges and universities, among other urban programs. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> I, you know, I, it, it's... Nancy Cop, um, you know, Nancy Cop has been somebody who is who has been representing the le- the liberal wing of the Democratic Party for quite some time now. I'm guessing what a lot of this has to do it has to do with the the times that we live in. You know, we've we've seen on the Republican side, of course, um, the way President Trump conducts his business and conducts himself personally with lots of braggadocio, um, lots of bombast, not much results, but lots of bombast. Um, and now you're seeing the rise of Democrats who also are out there getting attention for themselves, the, between, you know, from Beto O'Rourke to Elizabeth Warren to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You know, 
Um, not saying that any of those people have any clue what they're actually doing, um, but they are certainly people who are, are more in your face than Nancy Kopp is. And Nancy Kopp is nothing but not, um, you know, low-key. And if that's the problem that Democrats have, I don't think they understand what the role of the public, Board of Public Works is and understand what the role of the state treasurer is. Now, Nancy Kopp's been on the wrong side of a lot of, you know, several two-to-one votes as a member of the Board of Public Works. That's not her fault. Governor Hogan was elected to represent the taxpayers of the state of Maryland. He has done so uh, efficiently and effectively. Peter Francho has found himself in aligned with Governor Hogan. Uh, even though Peter Francho is a, is a far left winger himself, you know, Peter Francho has been, you know, has, has been reinvented himself as being somebody who is fiscally responsible. It's not Nancy Kopp's fault that the Board of Public Works decides what they do. She is just the lone um, representative of the, you know, of the irresponsible wing of the Democratic Party. And I, and I, and I even hesitate to use that um, because, you know, it, it's, it's not like she's going out there and making, you know, wanton, you know, irrational decisions. It's this, that she is the one person representing the interests of the left wing of the General Assembly. If the General Assembly thinks that she's not representing their left wing interest well enough... I'm not really sure what to tell them. I think what this ultimately comes down to is the fact that Democrats in the state of Maryland, for one, are still smarting about Ben Jealous's overwhelming loss at the polls on Election Day. But there, it's also the continued evolution of leftism in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party, particularly those elected in the General Assembly, are moving farther and farther outside of the mainstream, and they are continuing to embrace policies that are anti-worker, anti-consumer, and anti-resident of the state of Maryland. They now want, many Democrats, a treasurer who represents those issues and not somebody who's part of the, quote, Democratic establishment, unquote. I ultimately think Nancy Kopp will wind up being re-elected as state treasurer, I am not so uh, <laughs> I'm not so optimistic that a conservative alternative will even apply for the position, much less uh, be elected to the position. I know Bill Campbell, the former Republican nominee for Comptroller, has applied for the position in previous years. Uh, so I ultimately think Nancy Kopp will wind up being reelected. But it goes to show you that Democrats have not learned the lesson of Governor Hogan's reelection, and they are continually moving further and further adrift away from what their representatives, well, I'm sorry, me, what their constituents want to see, and moving farther and farther away from Maryland's mainstream. If they want a bombastic and combative state treasurer, then it's clear they don't understand what the role of the state treasurer is, and they don't understand the fact that you need somebody who has some sort of prudence and some sort of responsibility in that position. I'm certainly not saying Nancy Kopp is the best person for that position. I can think of many people, mostly Republicans, yes, who are be better treasurers than Nancy Kopp. But the idea that Democrats are just going to kick Nancy Kopp to the curb just because she's not combative and aggressive enough says a lot about where the Democratic Party is. And it gives me hope for the future of the state of Maryland and the future ability to elect more conservative legislators and to reelect a conservative, fiscally responsible Republican in 2022 as our next governor. 
I want to thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of the Air Raid. Be sure to check out all of our Red Maryland Network programming. Thursday, Greg and I are back with another episode of the flagship Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. We'll be uh, we'll be covering, we'll be recapping the uh, Red Maryland Leadership Conference and talking about other stuff, so you're not going to want to miss that. Saturday, Greg will be back with a new episode of the Conservative Refuge. And then Sunday, I'll be back with you with another brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. Be sure to check out redmaryland.com, the home base for all things Red Maryland. And uh, while you're there, you can make sure to click on the Support Us link. Uh, while you're in, you can donate to us, paypal.me slash redmaryland. You can click on our Amazon link, make purchases through that Amazon link, and a portion of that purchase will come back to Red Maryland to help us grow and enhance the network. You can also shop Red Maryland Network gear at our Zazzle store, zazzle.com slash redmaryland. You can also, as I said, donate, paypal.me slash redmaryland. And you can also advertise with Red Maryland. Uh, and, of course, we have several fine advertisers right now, particularly for this show, including bradthebanker.com, Brad Roars of Howard Bank, Red Maryland's bank, who'd be happy to help you uh, save some money on a new home loan uh, for rehab. You can do VA loans, FHA loans, you name it. Brad Roars can help you. Contact him at bradthebanker.com for more information. He is a conservative who wants to help conservatives. Bradthebanker.com. Also, be sure our friends at the um, Montgomery County Republican Party are having their convention on Saturday, February 23rd, 2019 at the Hilton, uh, Washington, D.C. North in Gaithersburg. Speakers for that include Larry O'Connor from WMAL. Governor Hogan will share some remarks. And uh, we'll also hear from Delegate Neil Parrott talking about redistricting. You're not going to want to miss that. On Saturday, February 23rd. For more information, go to mcgop.com slash convention2019. That's mcgop.com slash convention2019. And that message is coming to authority of the Montgomery County Republican Central Committee, Don Irvine, Treasurer. You can also click on the subscribe us, subscribe link so you can subscribe to Red Maryland Network Program on an iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, and Google Play and have shows like this one automatically downloaded to the device of your choice. You can also, of course, subscribe to our newsletter and get the best of Red Maryland delivered to you each week. You can also like us on social media. We're at Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Maryland. We are on Instagram at Red Maryland. We are on Twitter at Red Maryland. Please invite your friends, family, neighbors, colleagues, co-workers, co-religionists, in-laws, outlaws, anybody you think needs to have conservative goodness in your life or in their life. Make sure that you invite them to like our page and share Red Maryland content with them. If you want uh, Red Maryland to come speak at your local Republican club meeting, we'd be happy to do that. We've already hit Charles County Central Committee this month. We hit the Washington County Republican Club this month. On February 7th, we're going down to the St. Mary's County Republican Central Committee. So be sure to check out uh, check us out when we're, uh, when we're out and about. And, of course, you can always invite us. You can email us, redmaryland at gmail.com to invite us. Or for any questions you might have, you can contact us, redmaryland at gmail.com. Or you can call and text the Red Maryland Talkback line at 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. We'll feature your comments in a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of the Air Raid. Once again, thank you very much to everybody who participated in making the Red Maryland Leadership Conference a success. So for everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. You have been listening to The Air Raid. I am Brian Griffiths. Good night, and God bless. Hi, friends. This is Brian Griffiths for Brad the Banker. Our friend Brad Roars is a conservative who wants to work with conservatives. He does home purchases, loans, refinances, rehab loans, VA loans, FHA loans, conventional loans. He does this working with Howard Bank, Red Maryland's banker of choice and the place that we do all of our business. As I said, Brad Roars is a good conservative who wants to make sure that fellow conservatives like him can get good loans, 
good financing and save some money. If you want to get in contact with him, visit bradthebanker.com or call him directly at 443-876-2846. Again, that's bradthebanker.com or 443-876-2846. Bradley Roars, a banker who wants to help conservatives get into the home of their dreams and save a few dollars. You won't be disappointed.